this week on the Adventurer's Vault. Ishirin has an existential crisis and dives head first straight down the rabbit hole. All right. This is weird enough. I'll bite. Why do you look like me? Well, in a way, uh, I am you. I'm just a, I'm just an echo of what happened. So you're saying we, are we not really here? But every answer only adds more confusion. Well, at the time, you, you were there to stop any problem. I know you don't remember, but you were there. You, you know yourself well enough. And well, I know you because I know me. There's always an Ashirian. Will Ashirian find himself or just become mad as a hatter? We've got to make you whole again. You were silly enough to leave pieces of you scattered all over the place. This so far is, is uh, well, absolutely not making any sense. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. The passage to Atresh was swift and uneventful, or so it seemed. The memory of it has already started to fade. Ishirian seemed to pass most of the time in a daze, but he did remember the sailors often remarking that the wind and the waves were remarkably favorable. Well, at least you're good for one thing, Roddy. Ishirian knew where to be. The captain objective, half-heartedly, but he was more than willing to send a boat ashore. The favorable sailing had turned the sailors superstitious. Such good luck must be paid for, they muttered. Well, you're not entirely wrong. The path from the shore was clear. A simple trail into the deep woods, winding inwards and upwards, heading to a dark mountain billowing with smoke and full of fiery rage. Ishirin can feel the spirits watching him walk into the forest. He can feel the power of the place and the age. It has the smell of old elven magic. But he could also feel a cool breeze, a calm wind unaffected and uncaring of the magic of the place, a peaceful refreshment urging him forward. Time becomes meaningless as Ashirian walks the path aimlessly, as though in a daze. Suddenly, sitting on a stump and kneeling on a tree, is a ghostly man of middle age with weary eyes. The ghost looks sadly at Ashirian. Of course you show up now. This tree is finally big enough to be comfortable, but... I guess we should go ahead and get on with it. And what exactly is it? Well, uh, the it is you. That's uh, not... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> yeah, you may change your mind. The better question is, who am I? I don't believe I asked that. Uh, yes, well, I think that's the important one. Sure. <laughs> Shoot. I'm Echo. I'm a guide of sorts, at least for now. We've got to make you whole again. You were silly enough to leave pieces of you scattered all over the place. Come with me and we'll go find them. Not the weirdest thing I've done. Your vision slowly fades and reforms. You stand in a grand hall. Ishirian recognizes the place. It's the main chamber of the Temple of the Sun. 
The large and opulent hall is built along an east-to-west line, with large stained-glass windows and a row of shrines to many gods. The clever construction causes the sun to cross the shrines as the day passes, so each shrine is highlighted for a short time. It was meant to represent the many devout religions and beliefs of the Australian people. It is an ancient but still standing holy site of the Australian nation. However, the place seems different to Assyrian. Instead of looking old and weathered, the building looks new and pristine. Many people wander around the building, gazing in awe at its grandeur. A small group of people slowly walk by, a priest leading a pair of finely dressed nobles on something of a tour. One of the nobles is middle-aged and the other is a young boy of maybe 12. They are obviously father and son. You can hear the priest explaining. As, as, you, as you see, the construction exceed, exceeded our dreams and now a beacon of light for all citizens of Greater Arencia. I'm, I'm so happy that the, the members of the, the Blavier family were, were able to, to be here for the dedication. One of the nobles gives you a sidelong glance and then glances across the room. You follow his gaze to see two royal guardsmen eyeing the room and the nobles. Assyrian surmises that the look was a warning for the guards to keep an eye out on the two of you. All right. Mrs. Weirden, uh, I'll bite. Why do you look like me? Well, in a way, uh, I am you. Uh, parts of you, anyway. Uh, a part of me that can take back to Arincia a long time ago? Well, uh... You were here. I don't remember being alive a well, couple that, hundred years ago. That's because I've got the memory. See, I, it, it took me a long time to to come to come to grips with the fact that I'm not a Shirian. I'm just memories, collected bits. You, you, you lost memories and pieces of yourself. How can I put this? Uh, like, you, do you remember the song There's Always an Assyrian or whatever? Yes, I do the, remember Bard saying that. Right. That's because there always is an Assyrian. Just the memories got lost. I'm some of those memories. And that that's why we're here right now. We're, we're going to relive some of those things that you lost. And, and don't worry, they, they won't notice that we look the same. All right. Although I think I'm just a tad bit better looking. Those in, memories include a little bit more Roddy than usual. Who's Roddy? Something tells me that you would probably like that one. <laughs> well, do you like him? Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> well, I, in a way, I'm you. Or at least part of you. Anyway, uh, the reason we're here in this memory uh, of course, uh, you know, before the Civil War, Orencia was known as Greater Orencia. I know. And we were, well, at the time, you were commanding a, a small band of unsanctioned soldiers. The idea being you'd uh, go out and about and, you know, stop any trouble before it began. Lately, there's been rumors of an assassination attempt on the ruling Blavia family. You were there to, to stop any problems. Uh, un under the radar, of course. But I know you don't remember, but you were there. So you're saying, we are we not really here? This is just a memory that you're showing me. Uh, yes and no. Y yes, it's a memory, but you're going to need to re to relive it. This is this is going to be a, a bit of a process. You reabsorbing 
you. And pardon me if I, I have to question this, but this so far is, is uh, well, absolutely not making any sense. I, it took me a long time to come to, 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 to come to grips with it myself, that I'm not me, not the real me. I'm, I'm just a, I'm just an echo of what happened. You, you're, you're the real Assyrian. You just lost these memories. And then how did I lose these memories? Well, we'll get to that. Uh, we've got to cover some ground first. Uh, baby steps, building blocks. Uh, you might break if we jump too much all at once. And why are you helping me with this? What do you gain from all of this? Uh, it's not my place to keep these memories from you. It, it's my job to bring them back. I've, I, where you found me, I've sat there a long time, thinking. But my mission is to, to get you these memories back. Sorry if it seems rude, but it is a lot for someone I've never met before who appears to be a ghostly figure to tell me that I am apparently immortal and I just don't remember. Well, you're not really immortal. You're, it's not that you live forever. It's just that you keep coming back when you die. See, Go Goara has only ever had one avatar. You. The mantle doesn't pass to different people. It just passes to the next reincarnation of you. But at, we'll get to how that split. But for now, this was you. Wasn't there a mythological creature? The the phoenix? Well, yes. Uh, you know, but the phoenix was bright and warm and brought hope and, well... I know where this is going. <laughs> Don't finish that sentence. You, you know yourself well enough. And, well, I know you because I know me. There's always an Assyrian. It's not like the other avatars where... You know, if, uh, if one of them dies, the mantle goes to a new one. And then they have to learn the powers. It's always you. When the current you dies, you'll come back. And they'll inherit my memories. Yes. They're supposed to. Oh. But something went wrong. Okay. But we'll get to that. May I ask, why do you keep, like, changing well, your voice primarily because there's more than just me in the memories there's different versions of me and you know you're not always the same sometimes you're normal and human there's been times you were a tiefling but it's always you but since I'm a collection of those things I'm not always the same. I'm not a real you. I'm just the memories. While the two Assyrians stand by and talk, you see a shady-looking person walk towards the nobles. His gait betrays his training as a warrior. You see the royal guards react and watch carefully while stepping forward. From your vantage point, you see several figures with the appearance of local merchants quickly move behind the guards and pull swords. With alarm, you realize the assassination rumors must be true, and the attempt is happening now. Well, I see why you wanted to bring me to this memory. Looks like we're up. 
Okay. All right. That's where we roll initiative. Well, you're playing you're playing a version of me, and you're rolling like me now. I'm really getting the role. <laughs> you're really getting into the character. It's called, it's called method acting. I see. I found a dice that only rolls five or below. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it, it's a it's a strange like mythological event. Like, I play a character. I can't roll above a five. I I'm I'm GM. I can't roll I can't roll below like a like it, seventeen. It, that's just the chair. <laughs> All right, uh, Ashirian, what'd you get? I have a 22. Echo. 19. Okay. Roll, roll the three. Uh, they got a 20, so they're right in the middle. All right, this is the two of you. Yeah. I'm going to say you guys were like, yeah, milling about over here in the corner. By the juice bar. That's me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- both of me in the corner. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm not Finding actually... my religion. All right, well, it looks like Asherian goes first. So, Asherian, you have definitely see, uh, you know, these people that look like merchants walking around uh, or local townsfolk were obviously just disguised as they pull swords and go after the guards uh, with the guards obviously paying attention to the, the guy out front who was meant to be, he, he was the distraction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see this for what it is as it's happening, but now that it's happening, it's too late to warn the guards or do, do much about it. Um, so there you are, and it is your turn, but the, you got the the uh, Blavier family there. All right, uh, Ashirian, you go first. So, what you gonna do on your your first turn? Ashirian, protect the boy. Yeah, I know. Oh, and actually, Rich, mm-hmm. I need to interject. What's up? Because we have rolled initiative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Echo yells a mighty battle cry. Okay. And the guy that's up on the kid, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a demoralized attempt. Via Ooh. intimidation. All right. So this, uh, you're talking about the guy who is kind of the distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now he he pulls a weapon when all this yep. happens. Yeah. So that would be a 32 intimidation. And that is versus his. Fuck if I know. Okay. This is the game. <laughs> I believe I, I, I believe it's Will DC. Yeah. Um, but I, I, we can double check that later. But I believe it's Will DC. Um, which that is a crit success. Uh, you can uh, and demoralize and observe foe. So was it just a success? It was a crit success. So actually, he is frightened too. Was it will say by the way? Uh, yes, will DC. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that is a, a crit success on your part. So yeah, he's he's uh, it startles him. So you you know you issue this you know battle cry so to speak, and they are shocked because they weren't really expecting there to be any other problems here. They thought they had the crowd pretty well under control. Yeah. Um, you know, so this guy here, like, he, he has the worst job anyway, because mm-hmm. he's the bait, so the guards are coming after him, and he just hopes that he's distracted long enough for his people to maneuver behind yeah. him and take out the guards. But if they're not fast enough, his life's going to get really bad really fast. So then all of a sudden, your battle cry from behind him and the possibility that he's surrounded at the moment makes him rethink his choices and like, oh shit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a fervent believer of this cause until I'm about to die and suddenly he's like, oh crap. So you see him hesitate. He's definitely, he, he's worried about what to do here. Florencia! Um, so, Ashirian is going to cast Darkness oh, centered shit. on the, uh, the royal family there. Okay. Uh, for the verbal component, he will be um, saying Tenebris. Very loud auditorily and as he's casting this, he is definitely making sure to be like 
laying eyes on everything that's going on in the area because he knows that this is the last chance he's going to get to see what's going on before this entire area is pretty much developed in darkness. Okay. Uh, and is that that's two actions, right? Or three? Three. Oh, darkness is three. It's a three action cast, twenty foot burst. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, for the sake of argument, if I have to calculate it, we're going to say that was your center. Uh, we'll go there. All right. So after a Shirian, some bad guys go. So you see, even the the other, uh, you know, the the other assassins. There, there's a moment of hesitation even on their part. They did not expect, they they thought they were completely prepared and they had this under control and it's going to go quick and easy. Um, however, you still see a couple of these assassins move up behind the guards um, and the guards who are, you know, steadily moving in to protect the royals uh, or steadily moving in to protect the nobles were pretty much caught unawares. Like your battle cry, like, actually hurt them uh, as much as it helped to, to, in a little bit uh, another way because they stopped to look at you. They're like, oh shit, now is this a potential threat? And then when they stop to reassess, that's when these guys lunge on them from the back. Um, and you know this is going on mostly because you can hear it because they are on the other side of the darkness uh, from you. But you do see a couple of people over by the doorways uh, grab, pull, you know, pull swords out of like their tunics and and move in. So that's what you got. That's that's what's happened so far. You hear the sound of fighting on the other side, and then we go to Echo. So Echo watches Asherian like drop this darkness spell. He's like, oh, I don't remember ever being able to do that. Huh. Uh, and he, as one action, draws a sword. Second action, he, uh, no, sorry. First action, he draws a dagger. And then um, there's a guy outside of the darkness over there yeah, that has a weapon. Over here by the doorways. Uh, um, are clearly assassins. Now, there are other people in here because people start screaming and yelling by right. this point as weapons are suddenly drawn. So there's a panic in the mob. Uh, unfortunately, Echo can't see into the darkness. So, like, he's going to kind of run over here. And the dagger that Echo pulls out, he's going to chuck at that guy. So that is a 28. 28 is a hit. All right. So... And that's this guy right closest there. to you? Yeah. So three, three six. So eleven points of damage. As he chucks a dagger at the guy. And then like it pierces into his chest. And then like Echo kinda holds out his hand, and the dagger flies back into his hand. With his returning dagger. Ooh. Those are hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've never used a, a, a returning weapon before today. That's it for me. That was three yep. actions. Uh, then we go back to the top of the order with Asherian. So um, Asherian is going to charge straight into the like sphere of darkness that he has just dropped in the, towards the center of the room. Um, charging towards the last known position of the um, Blavier family. Uh, yeah, I mean, move yourself in. Now tell me what you're trying to do here. Uh, I'm just trying to get to the general location because my plan here is to get right about where they were, and then I'm going to remove the darkness. Um, yeah, I mean, you, and you can hear them well enough. Uh, we don't need to make a whole bunch of checks because they haven't moved. So then I will dispel the sphere of darkness. All right, you drop your darkness, and indeed that's what's happening. So the two guards are over on the other side of, they're engaged with three assassins. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't look good for them because the assassins obviously got in some backstabs very quickly here. 
but these are tough guards. They're heavily armed, wearing shields, so they're not down yet. But um, it, it doesn't it doesn't look good for them. The dad spun around and pulled out a, a it's a rather ornate dagger, but it's a functioning dagger uh, that he had, and he is it kind of shoved his son behind him, so closer to to you, Asherian. You know, and that the you know they get in front of him, get him out of the way, and you actually see that the son has pulled out a very similar dagger. Um, but the father has reached over and he took a swipe and a kick at the guy that was the bait. Because mm-hmm. uh, he had turned to help engage with the guards. Uh, mostly because he's kind of scared shitless at the moment with with all that going on. Um, so he made the mistake of he's going to turn back around. So the, the father reached up, took a swipe at him, got a good slash in and tried to kick him. And that's kind of what's happened at this point. Okay, so you run up there as an action, and then you dismiss the spell as an action. So you got one action left. What you gonna do? He's gonna see if he can move and get close to the one assassin that's near the older noble. So the guy who was the bait? Yeah, he's gonna try and get near the bait. Yeah, I mean, nobody stops you, so you can just move. Yeah. uh, Right over there. All right, that makes it the uh, bad guy's turn. So once again, the, the guards are fighting with a few of these guys over here. And uh, they make some more stabs in at the guards. Now, it's one of those where, like, normally this would be, had they not had the surprise, this would have been a very uneven fight because these assassins don't look very armored, although they do look trained and quick. So they're trying to end this fast. So over on the side, one of the guys actually literally jumps on the guards' back, trying to buy the other two time. So they come in and, you know, get a nice little couple stabs on the flanks, and the one guard goes down. Now, the guy, the guard with the guy on his back realizes what's going on. He was the bigger guy anyway. So he actually like does the thing where he reaches up and kind of grabs the guy by the scruff and almost does like a, a, a big throw forward to flip the guy off his back onto the ground. So one of the assassins is on the ground and he spins to try to keep himself between uh, the nobles. And he looks over at Ashirian, confused as to what's going on, but it's finally dawned on him that maybe you're helping. And um, the guard, you hear him is like, my lord, get, get out while you can. And uh, the uh, guy that's, at, he was uh, the bait that you moved over next to is Shirian. He didn't realize that you got there. He was, once again, still kind of frightened and afraid. Uh, but he did the, the the fight or flight kicked in and he decided to fight. And so he comes in and um, lunges at the dad, at the at the elder noble. And the, the dad was kind of ready for it. So he manages to stab the guy in the gut as the guy comes in. But unfortunately, the guy does. He just has that straight downward stab, you know, where he's holding uh, the, the dagger like a, a slasher film and brings it right down in the top of the shoulder. And you know from experience that's where assassins aim and there's a reason why they aim there. And that's a nasty hit. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of what you see happen on the bad guy's turn. Uh, now, the guy that you threw the dagger at over here, Echo, they're also confused. Uh, but they move over and kind of uh, take fighting stances, and they look like their job is to keep the doorway open, but they don't directly uh, engage you. They they seem to be ready to actions. And then it's Echo's turn. Echo's glad that he can kind of see again, so he looks over at the young lord. It's like, the rangers of Arencia are here. Come, lad. As for you two, uh, in first action, he chucks a dagger at the guy again that he hit before. Okay. Um, so that is a, golly, a 35. <laughs> 35 is going to be a crit. <laughs> I only have one D4. That's a mistake. Fine. So 21 points of damage. Woo-wee. Uh, that hurt, and he notices it. 
Um, so, like, catches it right in the throat. Like, the dagger, like, comes back. Um, second action, he'll pull out, in his other hand, uh, a short sword. Uh, and then he moves in. So the two the two uh, assassins are kind of, like, in a line. Mm-hmm. Um, he moves around to the front of one, putting himself between the young lord and these two guys. But only letting, like, one of the bad guys base him. Okay, now when you move up, he takes right. his ready to action. He For- was hoping you would move up. And uh, 19 is what he got. Neat. Not enough, huh? I think so. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like, like Echo knew that was coming and just dodges out of the way. Like, there's a there's a difference between amateurs and a professional. All right. Is that your three actions? That is, in fact. Back yeah. to the top of the order to a Shirian. And once again, the people and like now that's like mass hysteria. You know, now the few seconds have happened, people are screaming and running, and they're all trying to run away, obviously, but since they've blocked one of the main entrances, the other one is now clogged, and you can see, like, there's people getting trampled on the other end, but there's not much you can do about it at the moment. The priests are trying, but it's just not working out. And, um, the noble, the older noble, Mm -hmm. how's he looking? Not good. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you know that wound, that's rough. And he, he seems to be bleeding profusely. You see that that uh, that stain coming up through underneath the cloak, and you know that was a good that was a good blow. The Assyrian seeing that moment, it always feels like deja vu kind of feeling. It kind of like snaps a glance back at Echo, and Echo just like kind of sees it, like catches his eye and just shakes his head, and then looks at the boy. Assyrian has this moment where he. He remembers through his memories, not those of Echo. And just a little flash, a still image memory of seeing someone in a similar position, but the roles were swapped, of a Shirian brutally stabbing and attacking someone while a poor child has to watch on. And then a Shirian, very angry from this memory, puts out a vicious howl and using his first action for his turn, Jaws of the Glutton. Okay, on the guy that was the bait? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, it's one action to activate it, but then, yes. One action, yeah, so an action to activate, and then you're going to bite? Yep. This is going to make the kid feel at ease, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll oh. feel a lot better when he's safe. Oh, thank goodness, they're here to save me. Oh, my God, what is happening? Help me! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, you're here to save me. More like under new management. <laughs> All right. That is a 27 to hit. 27's a hit. Not enough to get to a crit yet. <laughs> One off max. That'll be 18 points of piercing damage. Yeah, you, you watch as the light is fading from his eyes. You know, he had just about shaken off that fear from the battle cry. And, you know, when he sees you come up finally and realizes you're there, he turns with resolve, especially after feeling bolstered by that resounding strike on the noble. But he was not prepared for the bite. He was focusing on your hands. And when the bite came in and it came down, you see that fear return and just in his eyes as they shine bright for a moment and then slowly fade. Yeah, Shearing goes straight for the nape of the neck right there. 
<laughs> I don't remember being able to do that. And then I will proceed to gain only four to 10 HP. That was pretty. That's all a man's life was worth. Yeah. Four, four temp HP. <laughs> and so that's what you get when you're a pathetic assassin. You're only worth four to me. And he slumps to the ground as his life force drains away. And at this point, the father has like stumbled down to one knee. And he, he's trying, but you see him holding his chest. But he's still got his dagger out. Uh, as though he maybe he can help, but you, you uh, he's he might be worth more HP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the light in his eyes is well. Also I do fading. have death now. <laughs> I'm sorry, my lord. What? Oh, forgive me, little. <laughs> forgive me, little. Okay, realizing that you, Master no. Ashirian, what are we going to do? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so realizing now that you are a real threat, the other assassin kind of moves over here by Echo. And the, the two of them are going to take swipes at you. Ooh, hey, that's pretty good. 25. That will hit. Uh, for nine damage. Ah! Pittance. Uh, his second attack is going to miss. And uh, now the other guy. That is only a 20 to hit. Nah. Swipes again. Ooh, Ooh there's a net 20 there right there, is. though. That's what it'll take. Um, that's actually only 10 damage because I rolled fairly low. And then that's them. Now, the one guard, I mean, he's putting up a valiant fight. So the guy that he threw down over here, he kind of takes and bats his shield over at the other guys and kind of almost bull rushes them to a certain degree. And as he does, he changes the, the grip on his sword instead of more of a standard grip where he flips it to pointing down. And he goes over and goes to a knee and literally just stabs the guy right through the throat, the one that he threw down. Mm -hmm. uh, while fending off a blow from one of the other guys with his shield. Uh, but unfortunately, the other assassin now moves over, and you know you see him moving towards the, the father. He's going to make certain that, that, that that's done. Uh, and you see him eyeing the kid. He's going to pretty much, you can tell he's pretty much going to go right through the dad and, and head straight for the kid. That, that, that's his intent. You see it in his eyes. So there, that's, what, that's what they do, and I believe it goes to Echo. So the, the two bad guys, like, do a multi-attack on Echo, and, like, he's, like, dodging, and, like, one of those daggers manages to get through and stab him. He just kind of looks down at it in his, like, shoulder, then looks at the guy and just shakes his head. And with his, the short sword he drew, he's going to attack the guy that's been hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, that will be a 37. That's a crit. <laughs> We're just gonna lay that mini down for no particular reason. <laughs> that's like 20 million. Oh god damn. Alright, that's Whew. all right. Five, five plus twelve is seventeen. Seventeen. So twenty-nine points of damage. Uh, he had six hit points yeah, left before he just that attack. Right into th just throats him. What was that? Is that like a thirty like millimeter D twenty? This is actually a gift from our, our good friend uh Troll King Dice. It's a, he gave me a D twenty chonk. One of his early <laughs> test models. I mean, I, I couldn't help but notice that when you rolled it, it sounded more like a loud, like thunderous boom than like oh, a little clink. I just, I like its girth. <laughs> I like its weight. Hey, you know, shout out to Troll King Dice. I, I managed to be here when he brought those in, and he, he had none of those dice look bad. They were also no, sexy looking no, dice. No, he, he's still in like doing test model phase, but yeah, I'm like, if these are the, these are the prototypes. I mean, I, I would dare say we're gonna see um, some more for the podcast <laughs> down the road. Uh, 
But that's one action. And there's still a guy standing. So, sword number two. Uh, and that is still a 30. A 30 is a crit. Oh, damn. Five. Five plus ten is fifteen. Fifteen. So, 25 points of damage. All right. Well, he had not been hit yet. Yeah. Um, so, that is... A good solid blow. He definitely didn't like that. Um, and just because I'm on a hot streak, uh, let's just go for a stab set tab. Okay. Uh, cock, cock. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cocked. All right, that's still a 22. 22 is a hit. Uh, so that is 12 points of damage. So Shurian watches and like Echo moves. Similarly, like where Ashirian's like a fist fighter spellcaster guy, this guy is like all blades. So just cha 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 cha. But like he's still the you way he moves is similar. You see it in the stance and the yeah. feet movement. Yeah. Yeah, you the footwork there. You you notice that it's somebody else observing might think that you guys were just trained together, mm -hmm. trained by the same master. Um, but he looks over to Sharian and is like, I'll get the door clear, grab the boy. And Ashirian just nods. And indeed, we go to the top of the order again, and Ashirian. So, this one of the assassins who is broke away from the, the group of guards and is coming towards the nobles has laid upon before him a terrifying sight of seeing one dead man who had just had a chunk taken out of him and another man who was very nearly dead. And this must be absolutely horrible and make them rethink a lot of things. Oh, it is, but they've gotten, they're desperate, thinking this is going to be easy. Now they're like, oh shit, now we actually have to finish the job. Mm -hmm. And that's when the crisis of faith hits him. <laughs> <laughs> From this purple-jawed monster. Uh, that's a will save? Yeah. God. Oh, shit. No, that oh, was shit. I did roll the nat 20, though. Uh, so that'd be a 28... That is still technically a success. Okay. So, all right. So I, uh, he he manages to uh, uh, he manages to save. Does he take anything on a save? Um, on a save is half. Um, okay. So it's what, what's a normal DC? Normal DC is because I think I'd go ahead and that's like going to be a crit success. I have a twenty-seven for sorcerer DC. Yeah, because the twenty-eight so it beats it, so it'd be a success. But then since it was a nat twenty, it bumps it up to a crit success. Oh, okay. So he shakes it off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, you know, even though he shook it off, like, you can see it hurt his resolve. Where he's like, oh, shit, this th this is this is a caster as well. Like, this is not going as planned. Is that two actions? Yeah, it's a two action. Okay. All right, so then for your third? <laughs> you think a spell that does 6d8 <laughs> is a one cast? I, be, well, I, I was making sure it wasn't a three. Like, yeah, no. Just punches that. Oh, no, I, I don't, I'm not going to punch him. I'm going to bite him. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And you got, you got, it got teeth. <laughs> Brad, I'm disappointed in this dice box you got me here. Really? Because I think it's more about the. It's still the guy rolling the dice. Oh my god. <laughs> That's still 22 to hit. 22 hits. Alright. Because those damage dice have been coming up pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Be 14 points of piercing damage. All right, he notices that. He definitely wasn't ready for the jaws. He must not have been paying attention. 
All right, and since I just rolled a seven for temp HP, I don't add that seven on, but I can replace the four with a seven because the seven is a higher number. I mean, if I can take a seven over a four, I definitely will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that gets his attention, but he's still got a lot of resolve. So for his first action, uh, you see him take that, that sword that he has and he just runs the father through. Just, you know, you see the sword come out the backside and he does the, the move for a second action. He actually does the thing where he puts his boot up on the shoulder and pulls the sword back out. And then he kind of turns around and takes a swipe at you, realizing that you're right up on him and he's got a, you know, he can't get to the boy without taking you out. So he's going to swipe at you for his third action. Um, ooh, that's a pretty good roll there. That is a 28 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, but only for four damage, so a low damage roll. Yeah, it looks like the cut goes through, but, like, just as he gets the cut to hit, like, some steam kind of comes off of the wound, and it really just almost instantaneously heals. It seems like not all that went through. And then there is still one assassin over here by Echo, so he's going to do some attacky attacky. Uh, that's a 25. Uh, that'll hit. For six damage. And he's just going to swing away because he can't do much else. But that's actually a pretty good roll there. Uh, 24. That will also hit. That's it on the dot. For seven damage. Thing is agile. <clears throat> and his third one will miss. So he retorted a little bit. He got you back some there. So the guard that you see over here, um, he's hurt. Now that he uh, managed to get the one guy killed, but he, he took a savage blow in return for for being a little overzealous there. But he did take out an opponent, so it was a pretty good gamble. Uh, but he took a nasty swipe in return. So he actually this time does bull rush this guy back. Um, and then you see him uh, like pull a little maneuver uh, where he actually ends up tripping the guy down too. And then he tries to do the same maneuver where he stabs the sword down into the guy, but the guy, he, he misses him. The guy manages to scramble to the side um, just a little bit. But you see that happening over there on the side. But you know that, that guard, he's not looking in good shape. He's he's kind of uh, fighting on borrowed time. And uh, that's that's all the bad guys. So then we go down to Echo. So like Echo looks at the guy and it's like, I remember that your desperation gave you strength. And that your purpose wasn't enough. And he attempts to stab him. Jam, I'm Jesus. rolling... So fire tonight. <laughs> Those uh, troll king Thank dice are, are... Is, yeah. I mean, that's I've been averaging like a sixteen. Did you ask Boomer to wait those for you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> ask him to wait a few more. Uh, it's a thirty-five. Yeah, that that's a crit. A uh, little bit of him in every dice. <laughs> Twenty-five points of damage. That guy only had one hit point. Left. <laughs> you almost got him last time. Yeah. Um, then just like like forehead to forehead guts him. <laughs> and this is like go into the memory. Um, so that's one action. Mm -hmm. So like Echo rolls over to Assyrian's side, <laughs> like literally standing over the body of the dead noble, <laughs> and was like, "Stay behind me, boy!" And he's got one more attack. Uh, There's the guy that Assyrian's working on. So that is only a 21. 21's a hit, though. 
for uh, 11 points of damage. 11 points is enough, and this guy stumbles down the ground. Not the side. Uh, Shirian, I believe you're up next. So, seeing that those few are around the immediately around the nobles are down, mm-hmm. Ashirian dispels his jaws of the glutton, and then I'm going to grab the younger noble and cast fly on myself. Oh, okay. Um, I assume that takes all your actions, though. Yes. All right. So you that's what you've done. Uh, we go to the bad guys. So what happens here is there's the the guard and the one assassin you see over off the side that are still going at it. So the guard again, he tries to actually just take his shield, and you know you do the thing where you like you go down on one knee and drop the shield to the ground and try to you know like almost stab somebody with the bottom end of the shield. He does, and he manages to stab the guy in the arm and pin him to the ground, and he comes around and he goes and does another stab on the guy's leg. But the guy still had one arm free, and that was the free with the sword in it. So he managed to run the sword right into the side of the guard. So it, it's in his side. So the guard stumbles back and falls on the ground, and you see both of them not quite dead yet, but obviously in the process of dying um, as they're looking across at each other with hatred, uh, knowing that their wounds are fatal. But unfortunately, then the other end where there was a, a bit of a bottleneck where everybody's trying to run, you see some people running your way. You don't recognize them. You don't know who they are. You don't see any weapons at the moment. You're unsure of their intent. And then we go to Echo. Uh, Echo, not totally sure what's going on. You see that for the first time, his hand starts to glow a little bit. And he cast a uh, two-action heal on himself. I've got a little bit of magic in me. Restoration ranked up to 53. I've got the magic in me. I've got the magic in me. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. Um, yeah, like you just see him like start to like heal himself, but then he points a blade at like like the crowd, just trying to like keep himself between Asherian and the boy. Like, uh, so Asherian, you know, you kind of grab the boy, and like he's not a little bitty kid. He's about 12, so you know he, he's got a little size to him, and he, he's obviously afraid, but. Like, you see some resolve in his eyes. He wasn't incapacitated by any means. And he's very confused, but he, he seems to come to the conclusion that you're not here to kill him, so he doesn't necessarily fight you, but he has that thing where he's, like, just stiff. So, you you know, you kind of shoulder him and muscle him, and I assume you kind of run towards the door and then just take off in flight. Or isn't it the open, isn't the top open? Oh, you're, to you just going to go one of the openings? Go fly All straight right. up out. Then that's what, that's what happened. Uh, you just fly straight up and out one of the uh, the openings. And interestingly enough, like you do the maneuver to where the opening, it doesn't seem like it's enough for you to go through, but you like tug him in tight and like spin a little bit and just thread the needle uh, on the way out. And Echo, you take the opportunity to run out the door right next to you uh, outside and you know where he's going. Uh, just not too far off into the distance, there's a, a tree line and there's people running and screaming but nobody seems to notice you guys making out this door because a lot of people are always trying to run away because uh, the road is out on the other side. So as you guys run off into the woods in the, the kind of the, the direction away from all the nearby settlements, uh, you have make it out in the woods. Shirin lands with the boy and, uh, you know, Echo, you catch up a, a few moments later and there you are, the three of you, you standing there. And uh, at the point, Echo's like, 
Young Master Nevin, are you all right? He kind of does a, he, he nods his head and, and shakes his head. He's obviously in a little bit of shock, mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't seem to be wounded. And he's like, yeah, uh, I think, is, 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 he, is he gone? Like, he kind of looks over at Sherry and, yes, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but your, your father is gone. Remember this day. Remember what happened. And remember who you can rely on. And at that point, like, Asurian, like, sees that, like, the dagger the young man has is the same one that Echo's holding. Um, and at that point, I would say, like, kind of like, so what's the next move? Well, we can't take him to the palace or some place like that. They would be expecting that there. They know. They obviously know that he got out of there. He, they would have obviously seen me and you. Nevin, is there, is there a family member you can trust? Is, is there someplace safe we can take you? I, 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 uh, we can, can we, can we, can we go back to the, the capital? We're not sure if it's safe. I, 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 I don't, I, I I don't, I don't know. If it's not safe there, I don't know where to go. Well, he is, he is the Duke now. Mm -hmm. Make, make a call. In the mountains, north of here. Kamlisa's not too far away from the temple. We can take him to the ranger camp there. Yes. We can meet up with the rangers. We may not be able to completely trust them, but plausible deniability. The rangers don't care enough about the politics to know who he is. By the time they figure out who he is and his value, we could already have somewhere else for him to be. We just need somewhere to keep him safe and lay low just for long enough. And like Echo kind of smiles as if like that was how it played out, knowing, you know, what happens to Nevin. And that like maybe this young man, like the history there is like he they take him to the Ranger Corps. And that has long lasting consequences to a Ranger Corps being loyal to one Nevin Blavier. So they head off. This this is how it played out, but this 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 isn't the one. This 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 won't trigger it. This won't trigger it. Damn it! All right, we'll have to go to a different one. Let's uh let's let's try this one instead. So the scene around you fades and slowly reforms, and you find yourself standing on a small rise. Far in the distance, you can see a river and a bridge. Many troops can be seen in formation around the bridge, and everything here again seems so familiar to Asherian. A voice makes a noise nearby, and you turn to see several armed scouts hunkered down next to a large set of boulders. Asherian, get down! As, as you just instinctively drop down confused, you see the insignia on the shoulders of the soldiers. Two wear the badge and gear of the Arencian Fifth Army, while two others bear the markings of the Conliso Rangers. Recognition dawns as the memory begins to make sense. You're in the time of the Dark War, and you were on Faradun. And if you remember correctly, it's only days before the Cataclysm. Yes, yes, this one's, this one's a little closer, closer to where you're at. Do you know where we're at? We're at a very, very dark place. <laughs> we're on Faradun. This is the Dark War. Yeah, I can't. And, uh, <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll need to reincarnate in a few days. And what, <laughs> what happens next, we'll find out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault podcast. Spoiler, Shurian dies. 